Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Jen Ang from Tapping a Greater Oli, and welcome to today's weekly podcast. Today's guest is Pauline Hoffman, Dean of the Jandoli School of Communication at St. Bonaventure University. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, this year, Dean Hoffman and Kimberly DeSimone, professor and lecturer of journalism and mass communication at St. Bonaventure, have joined together to develop and launch a Women's History Bracket in honor of Women's History Month, which takes place in March. Pauline, would you be able to tell us, our listeners, a little bit about the March into Women's History Month bracket? Oh, absolutely. Well, it started a couple of years ago. Um, the Jandoli School is always, well, for the last 10 or so years, has honored one of our senior women with the Woman of Promise Award. And with that event, which is usually in the middle of March, we have a panel conversation at, at lunchtime. And a few years ago, we had a student in the audience who raised her hand to ask a question, and she said, I had no idea that March was Women's History Month. And one of our panelists said, well, because the only thing you ever hear about in March is the NCAA basketball bracket. And then Kimberly D. Simone said, well, we need a women's history bracket. And I'm sitting in the audience thinking, yeah, we need a women's history bracket. So that's how it came into being. Now, what it is essentially is we've taken the NCAA basketball bracket and added women in different categories instead of of course, basketball teams are instead of colleges. So we have four categories this year. We have government, advocacy, STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math, and business. And we have 16 women in each category, and uh, we've got them competing against one another. Um, why did you select the woman you did in the bracket, and what was behind the selections? That was an incredibly difficult process, but a great deal of fun. Uh, Kimberly and I connected with a handful of other women, and, and we had a token man on, the, on our committee um, from across campus, and we tried to pick folks who were in those areas. So we had a couple of folks from our sciences. We asked our business dean. We had one of our political science professors. Uh, we asked the woman who's, who was in charge of our women's studies program, as well as some other faculty and staff that I knew had an interest in women's history and certainly in women's rights and so on. And we said, okay, these are the categories. And we chose those categories because they're categories that really need to have more women represented in them, maybe with the exception of advocacy. But given the climate in the country and you know, worldwide today, we thought advocacy is another category that we really need to focus on. And then we sat down and said, okay, let's talk about the women worldwide that you know we can we can put in here we had four criteria so we said okay were there firsts were there women who did something first before any other women so we wanted to make sure we considered those women we wanted it to be a diverse pool of people so we didn't want it to be just all white women Uh, we wanted it to be international so we weren't just choosing women from the u.s but we really made an effort to take a look globally and then we wanted to pick women who were both alive and dead. So we're looking at the historic perspective as well as modern day so that we can punctuate the length of the fight. So then we ended up with more than 16 in each category, and then our committee voted down to 16 in each group. Uh, And then randomly, we we did a random number generator in Excel, we paired the women together uh, so that when you see the bracket, you'll see people, you know, pitted against each other at the onset, and we did that as randomly as we could. So we're upset with how some of them panned out to begin with, but that's sort of how it goes. Uh, So that's how we chose the women. 
Um, so how will the voting process work? Like who is going to be open to vote and how can people vote? Everybody and their brother is going to be able to vote, we hope, or will be able to vote, whether they do or not, I guess is another matter. We're right now finalizing our website. It's uh, www.marchintowomenshistory.wordpress.com. And on that site, we have the four categories as different pages, and we have a short bio of each of the women, and then we're going to have a little poll underneath the pairs. So just like the NCAA basketball bracket, you have two universities that are competing against each other initially. We have two women, and then you'll be able to vote. We're also going to have information on Twitter and Instagram uh, with the with the hashtag or with the uh, March into WHM, so March into Women's History Month. And then on Facebook, we have March into Women's History as our page. So you can take a look through social media, through the website, uh, and we're hoping that. Once you start voting, you vote as much as you want. I mean, if you want to sit all day, I mean, I hope you do other things, but I mean, (laughs) if you want to sit all day and just vote, that's completely fine. Um, And we're hoping you'll share with your friends. I don't care if it's just St. Bonaventure, if it's the Olean community. We would really like this to be more global and try to get as many people from around the world, certainly within the U.S., as we can. So we're really going to rely on our Bonaventure bandwagon, if you will. But once we're live and ready to go, which will be Friday this week, March 3rd, um, I'm going to post everything I can on my social media outlets. Certainly the women in our group will do the same thing, and you know, I'll connect with the university's media to make sure that, or the public relations rather, to make sure that we're getting this out into the media as well as we can. So anyone is able to vote. What we're also hoping will happen is that there will be a conversation. I've already had people look at the bracket ahead of time, and they've said, how come so-and-so is not on there? How could you possibly have STEM and not have – you know, X, Y, Z woman. And I've said, perfect. I hope there are more than 16 women in each category. I hope we've missed people. Tell us about it. So we'll have opportunities for people to do that via the social media, as well as uh, on the blog, on, on the website, so that we can have a conversation. I really hope people say, I'm so glad you chose so-and-so, but boy, how come she wasn't included too? And here are some of the reasons why I think she should have been included so that we can really say, look, there are women out there who've done really amazing things and who are continuing to do amazing things, and we want to highlight that and articulate that, particularly in, in March, which is Women's History Month. Uh, what what impact do you hope the March into Women's History Month bracket will have on people and why? One of the things that we kept saying was, first of all, we hope we have that conversation, that people do get a little bit fired up, um, good or bad. You know, we, we welcome all comments and all feedback. We prefer it be constructive. I mean, don't, you know, I, I hate it when people say things like, oh, this woman is so stupid, blah, blah, blah. Let's not get into ridiculousness. Let's at least be constructive about it. But we're hoping that people will take a look at some of the names. I I have to admit, I'm looking at some of the names, and I'm so thankful for some of our committee members because they represent such diverse backgrounds that I said, I don't know who the heck this is. And in in some cases, I'm like, okay, can you spell that name for me? Because I've never heard of her. And it was really exciting because then I had to do some Googling myself to find out who these women were. And there are more women out there than I realized who've done these pretty extraordinary things. So I hope that people look and say, huh, okay, I recognize this name, but I don't even know who the heck this is. I better find out and you know, that, that maybe they see that there is more going on in the world and women are making their mark in a bigger way than perhaps we first thought. So that's one of the things we're hoping for. And we're hoping that we continue the dialogue and that people say, okay, 
we do need more women in government. We do need more women in STEM and business. How do we make that happen? What are the steps we need to take? And I want to stress that this isn't just women who need to be doing this. We need men involved in the fight also, because we're all in this together. One group isn't going to solve all of the problems. So we need to be able to work collaboratively to make sure that women's voices are heard, because that impacts men's lives too. It impacts families. It impacts businesses. It impacts the economy and globalization and so on. So we need to make sure that we are still front and center. And we're also hoping we can continue to do this year after year. So we hope that there's enough of uh, enough really positive feedback that we continue next year and do the 2018 March into Women's History and perhaps pick four different categories and go from there. Um, if your project becomes successful, do you plan on expanding it even more into something bigger? Well, one thing we said this year that we wished we'd thought about but didn't until the last minute and it's too late to implement is, okay, and I, I suppose I need to check the legality of this, you know, considering that we're at a university, but can we make this a fundraiser so that, okay, next year we get the bracket out, let's say, at the beginning of January, and you fill in your bracket and you pay X dollars to participate in the competition, and if you predict the winner – and, you know, we draw your name, you win something so that it becomes more of a game and a fundraiser in addition to the informational piece. So that's something we thought about. But we also welcome feedback and we're hoping that people say, geez, you could do this or you, why don't you try this? And, you know, we'll take those things into account. So we're hoping that this does expand. And I've actually spoken with um, Parker Suddeth on campus, who's on our committee, and he's the gentleman who's in charge of our Multicultural Affairs and Damiana Center on campus. And I said, geez, Parker, perhaps next year in February for Black History Month, you could do something similar, and we can, you know, kind of carry this on and make this sort of a tradition at St. Bonaventure. Um, what do you believe, why do you believe Women's History Month is important? Well, as a woman, <laughs> uh, history. I think that it's still important because we the fight's not over. I think there are some people who think, okay, women, you've got everything you need. You've got everything you want. You know, shut up. What else could you possibly need? The fight's still not over. There are still inequities. There are still stereotypes. This, and, it's, and it's not just women. It's, this is a civil rights issue, certainly, too. Uh, so I think that March is a really great time for us to articulate that the fight is not over. You know, and you know, I think coming off of the recent inauguration and the day after the inauguration having the Women's March on Washington as well as a number of other cities in the U.S. and worldwide, you know, it's really articulating that, hey, we're women, we're standing together, and men too. Again, I don't want to exclude a gender. Uh, we're standing together in this fight. This is an important fight. It's not over. And even if we solve all the problems in the U.S., which would be fabulous in my lifetime, I hope that happens, there are issues all over the world related to women that we need to take care of, too. It's not just a fight exclusive in the U.S., and I hope that we can articulate some of that, too. Okay, so I'm on to my last question. This might be a tough mm -hmm. question for you to answer, but which women would you like to see win and why? Oh, my gosh, you can't. I, you know what? I don't have any idea. We've got some really spectacular women, and I'm really excited to think about who it might be. I can't even tell you what category I think might win, you know, because right now they're competing within their category. But, you know, I don't know who's going to end up. And we have STEM versus business in the final four and government versus advocacy in the final four. So I don't know 
even what category. I think in terms of the category, I'd like to see advocacy. So someone maybe from the advocacy group, but even there, my gosh, I, I don't have any idea. It's going to be really interesting. And I hope that people take a look. I'd like to see someone that we don't know or isn't readily recognized. You know, I mean, I think most people know Hillary Clinton, and while she's spectacular and extraordinary, it'd be really nice if someone we, uh, you know, that you may not have heard of made it down to, you know, the championship. That would be really fabulous. But honestly, I can't even predict a category. But I hope, like I said, it'd be cool if advocacy did it, but I don't know. That's like picking your favorite child, right? Not that I even have children to be able to compare that to. Picking my favorite pet. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, this is going to be interesting. Well, thank you so much for joining me today to discuss the March into Women's History Month bracket. I really appreciated your time today. Well, you're welcome. And if I could just say the website once again, www.marchintowomenshistory, no spaces, no punctuation, .wordpress.com. Uh, and we'll try and drive traffic there. That's where the voting will take place. And I hope that people will participate, and at least participate in the voting and perhaps in the conversation. So thank you very much, Jen. I appreciate the conversation. Oh, you're welcome. Um, this is Jen Eng from St. Bonaventure University. Thank you so much for listening to Tap into Greater Olean's weekly podcast. I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you can join us next week for our podcast. <laughs>